Check podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Catch the show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon on Check. The show is about nothing. This is your home for Donnie and Dolly. You go to a party and there's deviled eggs out there. You're, you're chomping. With Don Taylor. I used to have this recurring dream when I was a kid of going to school in my underwear. And Rick Dollywall. Look at this hot dog. Three What do you say? Three feet long. Here's Donnie and Dolly. 10 o'clock in downtown Vancouver. We're in the Paul Carson studio. Thanks for tuning in, folks. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Don Taylor, along with Rick Dollywall. Ryan Henderson is our producer. He's the man of the controls, our director, the voice of God, is Derek Wong. That's a new opening we have, right? It's a new one. And I'm, I'm just, I'm uh, outstanding work by everybody. However, I think we need more trail music there. Derek, yeah. if you could work work on that. Because I, when I start the show, I need I need music trailing off. Pump you up, jack you up. To start the show. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Is that, am I going too far with that, no. Ryan? Am it, I being, it uh, it's a little inside baseball, I think. Is it? Like, I don't know if the people at home really, really I think people know notice. when I, when I say that I, I like to have the music trailing, uh, trailing off yeah, as we start speaking. Do you yeah. want to re-bracket and go again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Am I being a diva? A little bit. Okay. How are you? Better than you. You had car problems. You, you know, okay, I didn't well, know you don't have to. You know, uh, you took the, the sky train and, and today. And, yeah, I, I can't I picture you it, on a sky train. Yeah. I can't picture you on a it's sky been, train. It's been a while. Um, I did take the sky train on a regular basis, believe it or not, when I worked at uh, Sportsnet. Just really? Across the street. Yeah, it was here. just across the street. Yeah, it's a long story. This was, this was my first time in, in a long time. And, you know, unlike Ryan, who takes it on a regular basis, and all he does is complain about it. No, like, all the time. Yes, all do. time. Everybody else in this town, everybody else in this country, live in the greatest country in the world, everybody complains. 100%. My, the whole time that I was, uh, other than playing Puck Doku, the whole time I Play was... What? Uh, Puck I sent you that game. And, well, that's a subject for another day. I marveled at what we have here. Yeah. It's just it's amazing. All right. Yeah. How quickly I yeah, got, yeah. got into work. No wear and tear in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right. when it's a July no day and it breaks down because of a stalled train, and you're getting, I accept that you're late for something. We'll see your. My car broke then. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah yesterday. I know, I know. Okay, so that happens. All in all, it's a very good system. And I, I, I went to Seattle over the summer. They are building. They're adding on to their. They're, they're way behind us. But they're yeah. way. Ian Furness talks about it all the time. We are spoiled that we can go from Surrey to both of our main stadiums. In yeah. like 40 minutes, as long yeah. as everything's running smoothly. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It, it has some flaws. And you know, it's more amazing for me as somebody who's older because, I, and you too, uh, you're a little bit behind me, but, but uh, you know, this wasn't around when I was, when I was growing yeah, up. Yeah, it was horse and buggy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> no, it was actually chuck wagon. Yeah. <laughs> it was the Hastings Express is what hey, it was. I remember when- Kootenai Loop. I remember taking a bus to school, 10 cents. I remember oh those days. God. Come on. It, a dime. It was it. a dime. What okay. are you talking about? Back in the 80s, it See, was a dime. If, if something was 10 cents, why didn't they just make it free? No, I was going to say it's surprising you went to school. Well, there's yeah. that. Why didn't they just make it free? Really? Well, it was a different era, Ryan. Like 10 cents? Like a Pepsi. I mean, Donnie, and my, Donnie and I remember <laughs> when Pepsi and Coke was 10 cents. Okay. <laughs> Man, I remember there was a hair. Hey, hold it a second. I remember $5 haircuts in the 80s. 
And now I got a haircut last week. That that forty bucks. I know. What's going that, on? When you got That's hair right. like mine, it is five bucks. And I think the lady that cut my hair was was pissed off at my uh, the the tip. Yep. The tip I got. I didn't what get did a, you... I didn't get a smile back. Well, how much did you tip her? I'm not going to tell you that. Rick is right though. I got it's a haircut ridiculous, as well. Ridiculous the haircut prices. Like, come on, my hair. It's like three minutes to cut. Yeah. And it's yeah. like thirty. It was like thirty bucks with tip for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That's, that's standard now. Yeah, but that. It's How is that why? Standard? Yeah. Why is a haircut forty bucks? It's ludicrous. And you know, I used you know, to go to a place called the Cutting Den in Cloverdale. It was like twenty bucks. It was perfect. It was <laughs> yeah. amazing. All in. It's like twenty dollars. Perfect. But now I live too far away. I, I, I get my hair cut by somebody who works out of her garage. Okay. It's a long story. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> how sketch is that? No, it's not sketch at all, actually. I don't have to wait. It's fantastic. Sabrina, it's yeah. tremendous. All right. It's actually absolutely tremendous. By the way, when it comes to tipping these days. Oh, like, it's gone overboard. Okay. Like the liquor store. Everywhere. Like somebody comes up to you and say, can I help you? No, I'm okay. And then they expect a tip because they asked you if you could you can help them. The cold beer wine store. They can help you. Hey, I go in and get a six-pack at the cold beer wine store. I shouldn't have to pay a a, a, a tip? Why? A tip is for a service. If they go out of their way to ah, help you, I get it. Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not uh, that's and then not you right. feel like the person staring you down when you you know you press the no tip button or whatever. Just there know. is that. It's kind of like <laughs> Costanza, you know. They're looking yeah. at you. They're looking <laughs> yeah, at you to yeah. see if you're going to leave a tip. They yeah. are. What if alarms went off? You know, you <laughs> no tip, no tip, no tip. Yeah. Everybody looking at you. You're on the news that day. <laughs> It is out of control, though. It's everywhere. Is asking you about a yeah. tip now. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? It, it, it's out of control. How did we get here? I don't know. I don't know. But you Sky took the Sky Train. Okay. Yeah. Did you big shot? Yeah. Like, did you have, like, a magazine in front of your face the no, whole time? No, like I you know? said, I, I spent a lot of the time marveling at what we have here. Like, what, you're just Sky staring train. out the window? I was. Yeah. A tear came to my eyes, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but I, play, I you guys aren't into this puck doku. No, it's like too it's complicated. A, it is, I don't even know what you're talking about. It it's your dream, though. Oh, it's my gosh. It's one of the few things in life, you guys you, who are my age out there, and, and women, where being older is a massive ad- advantage. <laughs> but have we, got, have we got the grid there? Can we show, hold on, hold show it to people? Let, I know maybe, we're going to get to the Canucks. What is I don't even basketball. know what it's called. I, I've never played it. I sent it to you, I and you rejected I, no, it no, no, immediately. No, too much work. It looks too like this. So it's, it's Puck Doku.com. Yeah. So you go on there. It looks like this. It refreshes every day. Oh, it's just so right? good. So yeah. You, so then you this? click. Yeah. You click. It's amazing. Get, get a player. And, and the, the best thing is originality here. That Can you get the, get the, uh, the search out of there for a second? You want to find a player who played for the Penguins and, and, and Blackhawks, right? So can you give us one, Ricky? Uh, Penguins and Blackhawks? Come on. Had to play for both there's, teams. There's an easy one here. It's one of your favorite uh, Canucks. Right? Tony Tanty. Tony Tanty. There you go. So and why is Tony Tanty not in the Canucks? Uh, well, okay, well, that's another issue altogether. Boom. This, Tony Tanty. This thing is fun, you, and you want, like, originality. Like, it, it oh, gives right you there, look at how that. many people, like, 0.1% pick Tony Tanty. <laughs> so it's people us forgot, and you. <laughs> people forgot that, that he I, played for the uh, Blackhawks. I knew the Blackhawks. I did not know the Penguins. That's they got my traded. fault. Uh, Tony Tanty, yeah. one of my all-time favorites. Late number 80s. Nine. Yeah, you won't find a better guy in the '80s than Tony. Yeah, so Tanty. then you got to come up with someone who played for the the Blackhawks and Rangers. Uh, the obvious answer there to me would be Gilles Villemir, but for somebody who is a little <laughs> bit a little bit younger than me, it's Darren Fleury. Oh, I, I'd go really current. Patrick Kane. 
Patrick there you Kane. go. Patrick I Kane. think that's the number one answer, as a, a matter Let me, of fact. Uh, put that in here. Yeah, too much Kay. time in your hands. No, no. This is, Are you kidding? It's good for the, good for the brain. I yeah. play a golf game on my cell phone. At yeah, WGT exactly. Golf. That's it. That's the only game This I play. is more in line with what you do for a living, right? See, Kings, very quickly, Kings-Penguins. Come on. Jim Pack. Kings, uh, Who's that? Jim Pack. Jim Pack. Wow. Kings very and good. Penguins. Thank you, voice of God. Voice of God. That, I was going to go Marty McSorley there. Yeah. Yeah. You have no he idea. He doesn't know how to spell Jim Peck. P-A-E-K. P-A-E-K. He played for the Canucks. You should know that right. See, the Coyotes is like... like Coyotes, yeah. That go, screws me no, up. No, but here's the thing. As we just waste this entire <laughs> segment, it, with the Coyotes, you can go back to the Winnipeg days, right? For instance, Coyotes and Penguins. The obvious answer there for me would be Randy Carlisle, yes, who won yeah, a Norris yeah. Trophy with the Penguins, also played for the Jets, who went on to become the Coyotes. Yeah, this it, game is fabulous. Yeah, no, well, 1%. Let's start every show doing Puck Doku. It can be like a, it's a oh. nice way for everyone's brain to wake up in the morning. Kings, Rangers, Luke Robitaille. That's not, that, that'll be a, a very popular answer, I'm sure. So, but then what's game. the third column? The third column is a, a Blackhawk who played for three teams. Right? Okay. Okay. So, se- several players there that you could, you could go with. Right? Uh, King, who played with Jason uh, three Dickinson. teams. Wayne Gretzky played for three teams. Jason Dickinson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, now you're hooked. I, 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 I can Now, I prefer Wordle. Thanks for joining us today, uh, folks. <laughs> the show is now over. It's over. It's okay, over. so we're going to, you've got some Canuck stuff you want you to uh, talk about. We're going to do that in a second. Yeah. Okay. Hold your horses here. Al Chris Manson yesterday Good guy. DM'd us. He's whining and complaining at Worcester Golf Club. People might not know this. Not only is Al a spectacular golfer and Gosh, the head honcho at uh, the Whistler Golf Club. What's his official title? GM? Yeah. GM. Or boss. Is it, or is it actually head honcho? I'm not uh, sure. The boss. The boss. The, the boss. But tremendous basketball player oh, back in the day. He was. he was a member of Canada's national men's basketball team. He was a member of the team that went to the 98, or probably the 88, not that young, 88 Seoul Olympics. He's saying, are you guys not talking enough basketball? Today, Canada defeated Slovenia 100-89 to over there in Indonesia. And Indonesia is going to come up twice in our uh, show today. We'll get to that in a second. You know, uh, Luka Doncic uh, playing for... Uh, yep, Slovenia, 26 points. To no avail, though, as Canada wins 100-89. Uh, to uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, 31 points, 10 rebounds. You said it yesterday, uh, Ryan. He is a candidate, I would think, given what he's doing in the NBA and what he's doing here for Canada for the what, what used to be the Lou Marsh Award, now uh, called what I believe is the Northern Star Award. So Canada now plays Serbia on uh, Friday. This was a quarterfinal game. They've already qualified uh, yeah. for the Olympics. So Al Chris Manson whining and complaining. We don't talk enough basketball. Not only are we talking about it right now, but Al's going to be on our show Join us. at, at eleven fifteen. Yep. Okay. Yep. And I'm getting. The, He's going to be live. He's taking the, the sky train down at <laughs> the studio. I'm getting the Canadian soccer vibes uh, to the lead up. Uh, to the World Cup with this uh, Canadian basketball team. Good stuff. Why, are they in financial trouble? No, no, I'm talking about the lead-up. They got the country captivated. Like, we were into soccer. Uh, You know, uh, Donnie, now we're getting into basketball. This is really good that uh, Canada is producing so many high-quality Well, well, given everything surrounding the situation, the the, the vibes might... Well, the World Cup is the world's largest... uh, 
uh, sport, sporting event, but yeah. just you know the financial situation and the mess that Canada soccer is in in right now. This almost feels feels better. Yeah, and it's nice that the NBA guys have uh, showed up. J- Jamal Murray, uh, we talked about yesterday. Yeah. Long season. He's had injury issues. He has uh, not playing. So you think about. I mean, Canada. Lord knows what they could be doing if he was in, yeah. in the lineup and. Andrew Wiggins is, is another story. But let's focus on the positive. Uh, they're on to uh, the semis against Serbia on Friday. Al Chris Manson is going to talk about it at 11.15. Yeah. Do you want to get into the Canucks right now? Sure. Okay. Andre Kuzmenko, you have a problem with him. Oh, stop it. Just stop it. Be- stop no, it. Okay, let me, let me just say this. Set that, this up. So, UBC. Yesterday. A lot of talk yesterday and, and throughout, well, actually going back several years now. Canucks don't have a practice facility. Which is wrong. But they work, uh, they, when, when, the, when Rogers Arena isn't available, they practice out at UBC, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the Whitecaps do that. Yeah. Okay? Th- absolutely. And that's the case right now. Uh, several players have shown up early. Uh, training camp doesn't open t- until September 21st in Victoria, but several players have shown up early, and, and, and one of the players is Andre Kuzmenko working out at UBC, but he spent a large portion of his off-season getting in shape in, of all places, here we go again, Indonesia, Bali. Bali. Right? Is and, it Bali? Yes. I had to Google where Bali You're is. You're the one who told me the story. I You're thought, asking well, me. Okay, uh, uh, Bali. It's in, uh, in, let me check here, in uh, Southeast yeah. Asia, in Indonesia. Right. For the fourth time. So the Canucks, and here, look at him working yeah, out here, I mean, and so and like I know it's not you, but some people have a, a problem well, hey. with him spending. Uh, is it people in the organization? Yeah. I'm not sure. The Canucks were not happy. The look Canucks. The shape were not, he, why would you look at the shape? Well, hold he's in. a second. When is the last time we had a Canuck player to travel to Bali to work out? That's why I, I think the Canucks had an issue with Kuzmenko going to Bali. In fact, I know they did. They, they complained to uh, the, the agent, Dan Milstein, and Why? Dan told them he wants to go to Bali. He's got, uh, what's his name, uh, Pavel Datsuk's trainer. He had a trainer for the last two months. Look at him. He's working out. He looks slim. He looks fit. Ryan showed him yesterday. He's lean, mean fighting machine. And I'm telling you, there's <laughs> right here, look at this. He looks this good. This is yesterday at UBC. This, look at it. He looks lean. Happy. Why? Why does it matter where a player works out? I don't care if he works out in Bali or uh, Brazil. <laughs> he did go to Brazil too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I don't care where they are. He was told to get in shape by the coach. He got in shape. He looks like a million bucks. It looks good. Yeah, and, and you know, Derek Wong, the voice of God, is on a roll here. He made a very good point. He came up with Jim Pack, you know, moments ago. Jim Pack, yeah. But he made the good point that if, you know, Russians they tend to holiday like we do down in Mexico, yeah, in, in Southeast Asia, yeah. right? So this is nothing new for somebody okay. who's who, who's who's Russian, and he looks like he's in much better shape than than, than last year. He's going to be the focus of our poll question. We'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So um, anyone who is uh, upset with Andre Kuzmenko, so far so good in terms of what he did in he the offseason. We'll great. see what happens you know, once he hits the ice for real. If this guy scored 39 goals last year and then Rick Tockett identified him as a guy not in shape, mm-hmm. he's in shape now. What's he going to do? He should do better, Don. If you can score 39 goals in the NHL out of shape, well, then you can probably score more in shape. I'll have more uh, to say on that when, once we introduce the poll question. We've got a very busy show. Uh, is it just me, DTMZ, coming up in the 11 o'clock hour? 
Uh, we mentioned Al Chris Manson from the Whistler Golf yep, Club. He's going to join us at 11.15 to not only update us on what's going on at the Whistler uh, Golf Club, and he, he says it, everybody's September golfing in Vancouver. It doesn't get better. But Al's also going to focus on basketball with us and what Canada is up to in Indonesia. Paul Dolan will join us uh, just after 11 o'clock to talk about the Vancouver Whitecaps, who are hot. They're on a roll. They're also on a break. They don't play again until September uh, 16th. We also want to talk about uh, Lionel Messi. Oh, Paul, and what he's what doing an for impact. soccer in North America, what he's doing for Major League uh, Soccer. It's been just so so impressive. And uh, I hate to say it, but it kind of, it kind of looks easy for him. Right now. Uh, Big Ride, the Twitter guy, coming up uh, later this hour. Poll question coming up in in a bit. Up next, we're so excited. One of our all-time favorites, going back to the 1040 days, from the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, uh, from Westwood One and CBS Sports. And he's climbing the the ladder at at CBS Sports. He's going to get NFL responsibilities, already has college football responsibilities. Ross Tucker is going to join us next. We're so excited. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. That's what I'm talking about. It is a Wednesday, and all of our guests on this day, including our friend Ross Tucker, standing by, brought to you by our title sponsor, Able Auctions, ableauctions.ca, to get your business assets or large collections sold at auction. Email sales at ableauctions.ca. Sales at ableauctions.ca. NFL season opens on uh, Thursday, and here to talk about that in the season ahead, our good friend Ross Tucker from Westwood One, CBS Sports and the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Ross, so uh, thanks so much for doing this. How are you? How was your summer? And tell us about <laughs> your move up the corporate ladder at CBS. Yeah, well, first of all, good to see you guys. Good to talk with you. It's been a while. There's been a lot of positive feedback when you announced that I'd be on with you guys every Monday. Except now I'm talking to you on a Wednesday, but I can respect it. I'm guessing the folks at ableauctions.ca paid millions Mm -hmm. for me to switch to Wednesday this week. Understandable. Well done, Able Auctions. If you want customers, if you want to grow the audience, get them on a Ross Tucker day. That makes a lot of sense to me. And uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm doing Saints-Titans NFL on CBS on Sunday. Very excited about that. Uh, it's been, uh, I guess, a long time coming in the sense that I think in the 15 years since I retired, I think I've broadcast over 300 games really? on on television and radio, if you can believe that. So it'll be, uh, it'll be a special moment for sure to be in the booth in the Superdome on Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. Who do you think of when you think of CBS's coverage of the NFL, Ross, going, going back? Well, it's funny that you you asked that, Donnie, because um, last Sunday I was on the call for Oregon State against San Jose State for CBS, and it was the only game on, 3.30 Eastern on on Sunday. And so we led into 60 minutes. And so all I could think about was all the times I've heard Pat Summerall say, you know, after the game, 60 Minutes will still be shown in its entirety, except on the West Coast. Check your local listings, followed by murder. 
she wrote. So, so for me, I guess I'm going to say Pat Summerall and John Madden, you know, yeah. from the 80s and 90s when I was a kid, you know, and my mom was probably telling me it's time for dinner. And my dad and I are like, wait till the game's over. No, no, the game's Is the game still going? Yeah, a little couple more minutes. I mean, man, that is like etched in my brain forever. Yeah, that's special. Hey, Ross, I've heard you talk about uh, this over the last uh, couple, couple of weeks, but what makes you think the Seattle Seahawks can win, as we talk about uh, a team around these parts, can win the NFC West? Yeah, I mean, I had them – I don't even know where I said this recently. Um, oh, I'll tell you where I said it. On Tuesday's Ross Tucker football podcast, There you go. as I was doing my power rankings, one of the sponsors – wants me to have a team I'll ride with. And going into the season, I'm riding with the Seahawks. Look, I thought, and you guys know, we talked about this, I thought they would be terrible last year. Two rookie offensive tackles, Geno Smith, at quarterback. Are you kidding me? Are you out of your mind? Guess what? They made the playoffs. The rookie tackles played pretty well. Geno Smith is good. Who knew? And so I'm a believer in what they did last year. I think they'll build upon that. I think getting Smith and Jigba and Witherspoon, a couple of young guys, top 20 picks, adds to the roster. And then Draymond Jones along the D-line. You get Bobby Wagner back at linebacker. I I think that the, the Seahawks have a great chance to win that division. I know that the Niners are still the favorite, and that's fine. But the Niners better play well, and Purdy better be the real deal because the Seahawks are coming. Ross, this is the time of the year everyone makes predictions, and uh, we get to all make them. But I want to know who yours. Who is your Super Bowl pick right now? I would say average first question, Rick. <laughs> out of the here. Average. It's, why is it average? It's we cliche. are. I want to know, you're the football expert. Who are you picking to win it all? Sports Illustrated used to come out with their predictions before the season. And they they would pick a winner. Uh, I think and, they still and, do. I'm doing, yeah, they still do it. How is that average? You're the honcho, the head honcho. Who are you picking? It might help well, me. Below average would have been below average would have been if you asked me who the X factor would be in the <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> X factor hey, is the worst. It's not an average question. I, I can't stand anybody that says X factor should be fired. Okay? <laughs> I can't what do you think the X factor? What does that even mean, X factor? Hey, the guy that said that the Y factor. Yeah. Or the, the guy Z that, factor. Yeah. yeah. Just give us your um, Super Bowl pick. Yeah, I will, Rick. I'll get to it when I want to. This is my show. <laughs> Not really, whatever. <laughs> um, by the way, hey, when you guys post on social media and you tag me at Ross Tucker NFL, yeah, about half the responses were, "I can't wait for you and Rick." Can't wait for you and Rick. <laughs> and people say they end up laughing the yeah, whole time. I couldn't sleep you last know, night. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Go ahead, your well, Super Bowl pick. <laughs> Yeah, I think, Rick, it'll end up being the Bengals and the oh, Eagles all right. in the Super Bowl. If I had to pick right now, I think those are, that's the most likely scenario. Especially, you know, with the issues the Chiefs are going through right now with Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. So, I'll take the Bengals and the Eagles, and man, that game's a toss-up. I guess I'll say the Bengals, because if I say the Eagles, then I'm a homer, so... 
I'll say the Bengals beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl, but that would be pretty cool, right? That the last two yeah. losers of the Super Bowl playing against each other. Uh, that'd be cool because then one of them gets to win, although that would really stink for the team that loses the, for the second time in three years. Uh, Ross, I want to ask you about uh, the Canadian quarterback, Nathan Rourke. He was right here playing in uh, British Columbia with the Lions last year. He goes to Jacksonville, really good preseason, but guess what? They put him on waivers, and after the second game, the coach in Jacksonville said, no, there's no competition for the backup. We got our guy. What are your thoughts on having a good preseason like that, Ross, and still being put on waivers and over to the practice roster? Well, listen, um, C.J. Beathard has been in the league for a while. Yeah. DJ Beathard has a bunch of NFL experience. And so I think most coaches, and this is going to be the issue for Rourke, right? Yeah. There's typically the starter, the veteran backup with experience, and then the young developmental guy. So Rourke now becomes the young developmental guy. The Jags are choosing to develop him on the practice squad as opposed to the active roster right now. Uh, you never know what happens. If Trevor Lawrence goes down, then Rourke will get bumped up to the active roster. And if Beathard doesn't play well, then maybe Rourke gets the chance to start. But it's tough, man. I mean, I don't know how many teams. I think about half the teams have a third quarterback, half don't. So if you look at it, you got to be considered what? One of the 75 best quarterbacks in the world to be on an NFL active roster. Very difficult, but... He'll still get paid pretty well on the practice squad in Jacksonville. No state income tax down there. And <laughs> does have that opportunity if Lawrence suffers an injury. And guess what? The Jags offensive line is not good at offensive tackle to start the year. So I don't hope that that happens, but it's a possibility. Bills at Jets on, on Monday. Uh, Ross, what do you expect from Aaron Rodgers in New York? I think he's going to play really well. Yeah, I, I do. Now, the question for me is the offensive line and how much time they're able to give him. But I'd be surprised if Aaron doesn't play well. You know, I think he's a little bit reinvigorated by this. I think going to New York City, I mean, every time I turn on the TV, he's at the event, U.S. <laughs> Open, yeah. basketball, hockey, uh, a Broadway show. I love that he's taking advantage of what New York has to offer. I think that's fantastic. I think he'll play very well. Uh, their defense is loaded. The, the question mark really is just that offensive line and whether or not they'll be able to hold up. Hey, Ross, i got to ask you this because my uh, my sons and I really enjoyed it. Did you watch the Netflix series Quarterback? And if so, what did you think of it? I only watched the first episode so far. You know, man, we have we have a tough time watching TV. It's It sounds bad. I didn't watch Hard Knocks like – I really only watch sports. I really only watch football. Um, Because even like, for example, like this week, right? I'm watching Oregon State, San Jose State to see how I did, how I can do better. And I'm watching the Saints and the Titans to prep. Like, I don't have time for superfluous television like Rick does. You know what I mean? I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> I don't think Rick um, watched it. I did. I watched it, actually. I, I saw oh, the whole you? thing. Okay. Yep. I, I thought it was good. I know, Rick. I, I know, Donnie, but I don't like to make fun of you as much as I like to make fun of Rick. <laughs> um, but, no, I, that that first episode I watched was cool. Hmm. My wife and I would like to watch the rest. I like the behind-the-scenes stuff, the family stuff, um, and just having people see 
a little bit better idea of what it's really like. Yeah, it's tough. Hey, uh, thanks for this. We'll talk to you next week on Monday. Ryan, have I got that right? Yeah. Uh, on, on Monday. And congrats uh, on your advancement at CBS. I am trying. Thank you very much. Looking forward to chatting mm-hmm. on Monday. And thank you very much, ableauctions.ca. There you go. Ross, Monday. We'll talk to you. Thanks so much for this. Have a great call. See you guys. You bet. Uh, Ross Tucker, again, working Titans and Saints week one. CBS uh, Sports. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think of when you think of CBS Sports? Football. Yeah. Brent Musburger. Musburger. Yeah. Remember Phyllis George, Irv Cross, going way back, Brent Musburger. But Musburger would do both NFL and college. He was so good. Yeah. And, of course, Madden and and Summerall. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a whole lot there. Again, that uh, interview brought to uh, uh, us by Able Auctions. AbleAuctions.ca. We'll... uh, Introduce the poll question. That's next. Donnie and Dolly, the team, on check. Able Auctions specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. Oh, yeah. Stones have new uh, music coming on. We'll get that. Uh, uh, talk about that on DTMZ later in the week. This is arguably the best intro to a, a Stone song. Monkey Man, the Stones, LG73. Okay, bet99.net poll question. Every game begins, Rick. Where? Bet99.net. Dot .net. Poll. Uh, did you see a, a picture of Mick Jagger last week? He looks good. What is he, 75? Oh, no, he's 80. Yeah. Huh, 80? Yeah. Bob, Jack- man, does he still hopping around, bopping around? He looks good. Well, they, they did their little press event this morning about yeah. their new album, Ronnie Wood, Mick, Keith, along with one of your favorites, Jimmy Fallon. I gotta say, man. They, don't hold, don't, I, I, don't, I know you have come around on him. I know. I know but, but, no, and more than come around on him, and you're 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 forgetting how much I like the guy now. I'm bending the truth here, but they all look amazing. For how hard that band party? Seventy five, eighty. Like they, he looks good. I don't think. I think one of them partied really hard. No, Donnie. No, no, no. I think I, I think Ronnie would. Ronnie think, yeah, okay. and Keith for sure. Maybe not but so I, much. Okay, Keith I always for remember sure. uh, back in the CKVU days, <laughs> as we deviate from the poll question, what we're supposed <laughs> to be talking about. Uh, once again, it. back in the CKVU days, I always remember Mick being in Vancouver, and this is years ago, so it would have been in the '60s or what, and jogging around Stanley Park. Wow, with several security guards. How nice well, is that? Course. Yeah. No, he took he takes care of himself, and Big I think time. he has for a long time. Now, does that mean he? I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he didn't party like. Like old Keith there. Keith, 79. Yeah. yeah. Mick, 80. 80. Ronnie was 75, 76. Yeah, Ronnie's well, definitely the youngest one. Yeah. 76. Still going. And Charlie Watts uh, has left us. Yeah. 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 Bet99.net yeah, poll Let's question. get to the poll question. <laughs> you know who's not 80? Andre Kuzmenko. You know how old he is? That would be impressive. <laughs> Andre Kuzmenko <laughs> is a young, fit, 27-year-old Vancouver Canuck. And our Bet99.net poll question. <laughs> Will Kuzmenko <laughs> exceed 39 goals in his second season with the Canucks? Look at this. Over uh, 600 hopping. votes. It's hopping. Uh, 61% say uh, no. 
uh, Donnie, his shooting percentage was out of this world last year. It was number one in the NHL, and uh, people are saying he's not. He's going to regress. It's okay. We know that teams are going to cover we do? him. Donnie, he's had one full season in the NHL. He was an unknown last year. Nobody knew him. Nobody saw him. Now teams are going to come at Kuzmenko differently this year. They've had one year to evaluate him, but he's still going to do well this year. I love this guy. Love his enthusiasm, passion. Yesterday we saw the clip on the. What's oh, well? Yeah, there is thirty goals doing well. Yeah. It is. It, for a guy that came here, nobody expected 39 last year. You know that, Doug. Making more money, new new contract, new five contract. and a half yep. uh, per over, yep. over over two years. Well, how's that going to affect I'm going to make a prediction here, and this is, this is some wild and wacky stuff. What? He will get exactly 39 goals <laughs> this coming season. He will match the total from his rookie campaign. Yes, m- m- you know, people know who he is. The, yeah. NHL, the NHL, you know, figures out things pretty quickly. Yes. They, they realized yeah. he could score goals pretty quickly yeah. uh, last year. But keep in mind, he's, he looks, looks like he's in better shape this season. He does. Thanks to what happened in Bally, even though you didn't like it. Uh, stop it. Okay, so he, he's, he's in better shape, which... I mean, that's that's what we're seeing anyway. Yeah. It looks like he's, he's, he's in better shape. I always think hockey shape might be uh, something yeah. uh, different. But also remember, too, he was in a doghouse yeah. with, with, with well, Rick Toggett. He, he missed some playing time. He got stable to the bench. I think Boudreaux did the same thing, he, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, so if, if that goes away that and, and the ice time increases, maybe that helps. So I'm going 39 wow. on the nose. Wow. <clears throat> wow. Put that in your pipe. I just love this guy. I, I, I just said it. it. He's always smiling at the rink. He's always smiling. He's a passionate to his. The other thing is the adversity. Boudreaux sat him in Buffalo last year. Help me, correct yeah. me. And, and then Talkett came in, and you know he had some stern talks with him. But he doesn't get down. He doesn't let the adversity get to him. I like that part of him. Uh, he's just a happy-go-lucky guy. I like I like this guy. Well, I, I always remember, I, I think Stan Smeal uh, back in the day. Yeah. And he came into camp once. And yeah. This kind of goes against with what was this Bill LaForge thing? No. Okay. Pride, hustle, desire. Pride, hustle, and desire. I don't think it was. I'm going way back okay. here. All right. Okay. A little sound effect sound for effect. that, by any chance? Not that the the Costanza thing. <laughs> he joined Korea in 1950. Yeah. And okay, uh, Stan Smith, and he'd lost a lot of weight, yeah. right? And I, I, I seem to remember Stan. Stan, if you're if you're watching or listening, you can cor- correct me here. That his season didn't go as well as he thought it would. Yeah. Right. Wow. wow. Even though he had trimmed down. So wow. Sometimes it doesn't always. Schmiel, doesn't uh, always work. I think that's the exception rather than the rule. Schmiel Gradine Fraser. My favorite line all Your time. Favorite era. No question about 82 it. Eighty-two Canucks, my favorite team. I, I I'll never back down from that. Give me another team that Thomas Gradeen played for. Just in the case. Oh, Boston. Oh, very good. Very, very good. Okay, Ilya Mikheyev. You've got uh, breaking news. No, nah, this is not breaking. I'm just telling you, he's in Vancouver. He's skating. Don, he's not at the skate. At the, where are they today? UBC. A-Ranks? UBC? So he's uh, in <laughs> Vancouver skating. Like we said two segments ago. <laughs> Listen, he's going to take part in mm-hmm. training camp. Uh not sure right now if preseason games are on the menu for uh, Ilya Mikheyev. His agent, Dan Milstein, told me this morning, uh, Mikheyev's close, Donnie, but still three, four weeks. It's been away. a long time. It's done. If someone reconstructed your knees, you'd be out for a, a long time, I too. I need that, actually. January, what, 4th or 5th, you had the surgery. Anyways, uh, three, four weeks from being 100%, but Milstein's preaching uh, patience with Mikheyev. Uh, he'll be at camp. 
I, I don't know if preseason games are on the docket for him, but uh, just should be there for the regular so season. So at open. camp, open September 21st in Victoria, but do we say preseason games doubtful for Ilya Mikheyev? Yeah, I, I could say that. That's a that's a red flag. That's well, that's disappointing. If, so you want to put him into the preseason games, Don? If he's not ready, so he, gets hurt, ha- he you, gets hurt again. You're pleased with that? That's a positive development. If it's you're a the, positive. I'm not, if he's I'm not, not ready, why would you put I'm him? I'm not in criticizing games? anybody. I'm just saying that's not a red flag. Uh, he's close. He's close. It's, it's a negative. No, that's it's too bad. not a negative. It's not a negative. He's close. The, the if target, somebody's unhealthy, that's a positive. It's not an. It's not negative. The, the target is the opener against Edmonton. What's that date? Uh, October eleventh. He should be there. Okay. Just relax. He's Speedy easy. as ever, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> with the with the knee now, operation. Listen, he's gonna help. With all these July 1st signings, and a healthy McKayev with his speed is going to help the PK. Their penalty killing is going to be better this year. Take it to the bank. I want to get this Tyler Myers clip in, because it has, but we haven't got time. We, okay. 11.15, we've got Al Chris Manson, because he's whining and complaining. He wants to get on the show. Get the so Myers in. Get, get him Myers on. in. Oh, it's going to cut into ride time. That's why he's Well, going. no, because it, I wanted to run the Tyler Myers clip, because he had to evacuate his family during the yeah. Kelowna wildfires. And, of course, Ryan has a bee in his bonnet you know about what? how the Canucks Let's responded. Let's do a next segment then. Okay. I don't have much, so. Okay. okay. Well, what's new? Uh, and then you wanted to also uh, say something about Tucker Pullman. No, I, I no. It, no just I, repeat. What do you want me to say? It got a good response yesterday. Tell oh, people God, again I, what I, you I, said. I don't expect Tucker Pullman to be at camp with there the you Canucks. Uh, you know, Suffering from uh, migraines. Uh yeah, not concussions. Something else. It could be neck slash whiplash task uh, or whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> That's so something like that. Whiplash stash. <laughs> whiplash. Yeah. What? What? Band name for sure. Whiplash, whiplash stash. <laughs> yep. That is absolutely a yeah, band. What was the one yesterday, Derek? Different wood. Different wood. Yeah. Different wood. You're talking about Queen's Park. So we're off. To, we got two. Yeah, we're off to a great start with band names. Uh, Big Rye, the Twitter guy, a controversial next segment, I, I would say. Yep, yep. That's next. Donnie Dolly, the team on check. All right, time now for Big Rye, the Twitter guy. Brought to you by the Waddling Dog. Yeah, Big Rye, the Twitter guy, is presented by the Waddling Dog Pub. The dog is your home for the BC Lions as they make their stretch drive for the playoffs. On September the 21st, be at the dog between 4 and 7 p.m. for your chance to win a round-trip Helijet for two, two tickets to Lions versus Riders on September 28th, and a night stay at the Rosedale on Robson. That's September the 21st between 4 and 7 p.m. No purchase necessary, but must be at the dog to win. Another reason to come sit and stay at the Waddling Dog. And a reminder, our D&D merch also at the Waddling Dog. Big Ryan. Yeah, okay. To set this up? So let's let's start with yesterday. First of all, Tyler Myers was amongst the group of Canucks at UBC yesterday on the large ice. group, large group, and there's a large group on the ice again right now at UBC. And Tyler Myers spoke with the media after practice or workout, whatever you want to call it, and he talked about he's a known Kelowna resident and talked about the fact that he and his family had to evacuate their home in Kelowna due to the wildfire situation happening there. And I'm not sure if he gets into it in this clip or not, but he 
Also, let it be known that Luke Shen actually was the one. Yeah. That, he, he, he doesn't talk about that. Let, let's run the clip. We can talk about that yeah. after. But Luke Shen's the one who informed him, hey, look, you, you know, you have to listen to these guys. Get, get the heck out of there. And it's going to jump the lake. Exactly. Sure enough, uh, it did. Uh, Tyler Myers from yesterday. You know, I, I didn't know. Um, you know, I didn't have any knowledge about how fast it can spread. And uh, it was it was sad. And, it, it, you know, it's still going on. You know, a lot of people still affected. Uh, but. You know, the firefighters and uh, the emergency responders were, you know, pretty amazing. They're still doing a lot of work. Um, but it was it was, uh, it was pretty wild. How much is your head spinning when they say evacuate? What to grab you? Just take the family and just go? Yeah, grab the kids, get out of there. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, uh, the whole family got together. We were crashing all in one room. Uh, but, uh, you know, you make the most of it. And, um, you know, you feel for all the... All the people that were really affected, uh, losing their homes, and um, but you see a lot of the you know community support from everyone around. So it was it was it was great to see that, and um, you know hopefully it can recover as fast as possible. Is your house okay? House is all good. Uh, you know we, we got back, and you know a lot of debris and ash everywhere, as I'm sure there was around the whole city. But uh, it was uh, you know it was, it was scary for sure. And as uh, Ryan mentioned, it was uh, Luke Shen, former teammate yeah. and obviously a friend who informed nice him, hey, look, it's, you know, you, you, you got to get, uh, get out of get there. Out of there and I'm yeah. sure he had other people uh, warning him as well. So Tyler Myers, safe and sound, skating out at UBC along with several other yeah. Canucks. So you had a problem when it comes to the Canucks, Unreal, Ryan, unreal. And, and the wildfires in Kelowna with how they r- responded on social media. Yeah, or didn't respond. I had a beef because a week into the firefighting, the fire situation in Kelowna specifically, Mm -hmm. not even what else has happened in this province uh, so far in the worst wildfire season of all time, uh, I had a problem with, to me, the most popular brand in the province had not put out anything regarding the situation. Now, for context, they did with Lytton. They just tweeted out, you know, how awful that was with the, the, the situation in Lytton. And they linked to the Canadian Red Cross fundraiser and urged people to do what they could to donate and, you know, and, and, and support these people through that time. So they did that with Lytton. Mm-hmm. I know what they do with Canuck Place. They do great work. See, you, you know, you're, you're I, I, taking my argument no, away. No, no. Here. I know what they do with Canuck Autism Network. They do great stuff. But that further backs up my point. That... They are clearly a, a leader. They do great work with community support. And to me, when I tweeted this out, this is a week after the firefighting or the fire situation in Kelowna. I said, nothing from the Canucks regarding the devastating fires in the Okanagan over the last week. One of the most popular and powerful brands in the province. Million followers could use their platform to push support for people affected. But hey, Quinn Hughes was on a boat because they were posting all this stuff about Quinn Hughes in his hometown yeah. and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Puff content. Fine, whatever. And you could do that. That's fine. But there's something major happening in this province, and as a leader in it, and they are, they should have they should have responded quicker than they did, and they've since launched a, a, an auction, by the way, for relief efforts. Yeah. But that came at the end of the month. Yeah, they 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 dropped the ball there. But uh, you you said it at the start. They do so much for the community, and look, we take our shots at the Canucks. Yeah, to the point where we can't get guests on the show <laughs> from 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 the, the Canucks. But I have a hard time criticizing them given yeah. everything they do for the community, led by uh, the Canucks Autism Network, Canucks for Kids Fund. There's, there's a whole lot there. They should have responded quicker, right? 
Well, but the, I, I don't. It, when, when, sorry, Rick. Yeah, but when something like this happens, yeah. I, I know it. There's been several instances of this. The, the clock starts running on on, on people. Like, you know, the, the clock runs out for some people very quickly. You didn't respond quick enough, so your respond your positive response or your your call for support doesn't count any, anymore. I'm not, not so sure that's right either. And I think the BC Lions tweeted out. You saw the Lions. Did the Whitecaps do it? Yeah, the Whitecaps. Okay, so you saw the Lions and the Whitecaps, and you automatically thought the Canucks had to do it as well. I think that played into a lot of it, uh, Ryan. Because again, in this province. The, the sports is a big leader, and the yes. Canucks are the biggest yes. leader. And so to me, when something as massive as what has occurred in this province, all they had to do was simply tweet out a link, and they're too busy putting out all this crap about Quinn no, Hughes on a boat. No, and how that's many not days, fair. How many that's days not fair. It, the, the Quinn Hughes stuff, that's not fair. That was programmed to be out at that time. They didn't know the fires were going to take place in Kelowna. That's not fair to rip them for having the Quinn Hughes stuff out. That was scheduled to go out at that time. Okay, and so add some other stuff. React. Yeah. Like, like again, they dropped the, 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 again, they dropped the ball. But, again, I, if you're talking about a, a, a group, a powerful organization um, that – you know, has done things for the community in the past. A lot of things for the community in the past. I, I, I give them. I don't want to say give them a pass because they should have come up. They, they should have come up with something. But I think the positives outweigh the Canucks. But outweigh the negatives when it comes to the Canucks and their involvement and their caring for the community. I, I would okay? agree on that. Right. I would agree on that. Well, and all teams, the Lions, Whitecaps, Vancouver Giants, they all have an obligation. To, uh, Ryan, they all do good stuff in the community. Totally, absolutely. Did you did you tweet out anything about, about the fires? Mm-hmm. I made a donation to the Kelowna Food Bank, uh, and we might have something going on with this show that's going to be that's announced right. soon. True. Okay, uh, with with support for people that have been affected by by the wildfires. Right. But hey, you know, and some people that was their response. Well, what did you do? Well, I don't have a million followers and a billionaire owner. You're getting there. Uh, <laughs> I do want to show something very quickly. Yesterday, or here, hold on. Yesterday, Rick mentioned we have a backlog of photos we got from our viewers and listeners while we were off for 15 weeks uh, over the summer. And one of those photos, it actually goes back to uh, our Blue Jays contest. Remember we gave away the trip to the uh, Seattle Mariners Blue Jays game back in July with the uh, Swifties. Uh, They were also in attendance because that was the same weekend. Yeah. You know who made $7 million for Seattle that one weekend alone? $7 million? Million, yeah. Wow. Just that, like, three-day economy. Period, the economy in Seattle. It seems low. You oh. think so? Yeah. Yeah. Should be higher. Seven million? That seems like a lot of money. For three days? I'm not an economist. Uh, so. Neither am I. Uh, but this is from, uh, this is our, our, fr- our friend Jeff Baker and his mom, Connie. They're the winners of our Mariners oh, nice. Blue Jays contest. And here they are. It was their first time at an MLB baseball game. And they say it's now going to be an annual trip thanks oh. to uh, everything that ha- happened for them over that weekend at the game. They said the atmosphere was great. We sent them there? We sent them there. Yeah. We sent them yeah. there. I'm really up on this. Jeff was the one that won our contest. Remember, yeah. we, you go to Seattle. They stayed overnight. Okay. They went to the yeah, game. Yeah, I'm just making sure. They got the yeah. Ricky I'm Ray like baseball. Lot, I, I wasn't paying attention Robbie to Ray you. Robbie Ray baseball, not the Ricky Ray baseball. That would be a <laughs> heck of a collectible. Um, yeah, so this is Jeff and his mom, Connie, at the game. So shout Very out to nice. them for... Sending the photo through, and, and uh, Where are they I hope from? they had a good time. Uh, they're on the island, actually near Czech HQ. Oh, really? Tra- okay. I can't remember Victoria. the exact borough, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Over, over on the island. So, 
Uh, shout out to them. Uh, we have more photos to get to, and we'll get to them. And, and, and honestly, getting down – well, Mariners had a tough – have had a tough go in Cincinnati. But going to a Mariners game, I always say this a lot. It's a, it's a must. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I was going to say it's usually easy to get tickets, maybe not so much as the playoffs get – Near. Yeah, I went uh, for King Felix's Hall of Fame weekend. I got a King Felix bobblehead, which that was an experience, man. Let me when tell you. When was that? That was in August. Like before oh, in August. we came back. Okay, yeah. yeah. The 20th, I think it was. Uh, okay. Again, I didn't pay attention to no, you. Clearly not. <laughs> Coming up next, a big 11 o'clock hour ahead. Paul Dolan talking all things Vancouver Whitecaps, one of the teams out of BC Place that's had a heck of a summer. We'll talk to Dolly about the Caps. And at 11.15, he's been begging us to come on to talk about the Canada basketball. The performance by Canada Basketball at the FIBA World Cup. Al Chris Manson from the Whistler Golf Club and Canadian Olympian, right? Mm. Basketball. Basketball Olympian. Well, you never know. I mean, he could do the relay or something at some point. His options are still open. Big in 11 o'clock hour ahead. Donnie Dolly, the team on check. All of our guests today, including Paul Dolan, standing by to talk about the Whitecaps and all things soccer. Brought to you by our title sponsor... Able Auctions, ableauctions.ca. Saturday, you do this now or just save it for later? Saturday at Able, uh, a huge collection of Canadian Star Wars collectibles will all be sold to the highest bidder. Rick, I know you're into this. <laughs> also Saturday, original paintings by acclaimed Vancouver artist Ross Monroe. Ross Monroe. Plus totem poles and First Nations carvings. These are beautiful. The contents of a bankrupt arcade with dozens of arcade games oh. and a lot more. No confirmation from Jeremy Dodd of Able on whether or not uh, Space Invaders game is available. Oh, these uh, th- that brings back memories, those arcades. Oh, They're still around. Which, uh, are they still around? <laughs> yeah. Well, the movie theaters. Uh, these auctions and many others are all on ableauctions.ca to get your business assets or large collections sold, email sales at ableauctions.ca. Sales at ableauctions.ca. Whitecaps are on a break. Five one-on-one in their last seven MLS uh, matches. Their next match is Saturday the 16th against John Herdman and TFC. They're just three, last time I checked, three points out of second place in the MLS West. Here to talk about that, Paul Dolan, our soccer expert. How are you, sir? Great to see you, fellas. How's the summer? Very good, very good. What did you get up to? I've been traveling a bit with the Apple games, so we uh, we did a bit of out of Vancouver games. We've done most of the home games, but had the chance to do some Leagues Cup action at DC and in Montreal. Uh, I was in Kansas City and Toronto as well, where even that was Terry Dunfield's first game that we got to do. Blake and I uh, they mm-hmm. played Salt Lake, and you could just sense from Terry that he had a big project on his hands with TFC. And in that game, they were back and forth, a really close game. They hit the post late in the game, and then Salt Lake scored to death. And you just wondered, oh, no, is this the start of something, uh, a long next few weeks for Terry Dunfield? As it turned out, it was. <laughs> and, of course, the big story there is that John Herdman's taking over. And he'll be there for the White Cap game, but he won't be in charge until October 1st. Do you understand his move from the national program to TFC? Uh, Paul, I know money's involved. Yeah, I suppose that's a big part of it. I also know that John Herdman loves a challenge. He likes new challenges as well. And he'd been in the Canadian program, albeit just with the men for five years. It was a dozen years in total when you include the women as well. So I think he had a lot of frustrations at times with, the Canadian Federation itself in terms of obviously what's 
this window here where Canada is not playing in a friendly or in a, a qualifier of any sort, those types of things I think perhaps frustrated him. And the fact that he could take on a project like TFC with a lot of financial backing and also something completely different, playing club football instead of what is essentially tournament football when you're, when you're coaching a national team. So I think that appealed to him as well. Uh Paul, let's talk about the Whitecaps undefeated in the first three games of that seven-game road trip. Only three points out of second place in the Western Conference. What's been going right for them the last uh, little while? Two words, Ryan Gold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, If he's not in the MVP conversation, you know, we can throw the old Western bias thing or Eastern bias, I guess is how you'd, you'd put it, because he has been the best player in the league since May 31st. He is absolutely the most selfless designated player. Vanny Sartini often likes to call him the working man's DP because of his play on both sides of the ball. He's been fantastic in terms of his energy output, his combining with Ryan or uh, with Brian White in particular. Those two have put incredible numbers up. Ryan Gold in the team of the week again, as he has been almost every week since May 31st. It was a slow start for him, if you remember. Yeah. Um, the connection with Brian White wasn't there. Brian White was getting some chances but not finishing them, and now those two just can't seem to miss. And they're coming good at the right time of the season as the Whitecaps playing the charts. But, you know, it's more than obviously just Brian Gold, but he's the captain. He's the leader now, and it's his combination with Brian White and the things that he's done. And then it's uh, some of the other areas where they solidified as well. Andres Kubis has been fantastic in the center of midfield, and I think the addition – of the two areas where the Whitecaps needed help the most in the wingback spots with Richie Larea and Sam Adekubi coming in, that's a massive pickup for them. And you look at their starting 11 now and you say, that is a cup contending starting 11. Mm. For the first time, I think, in a long time for Whitecap fans to say that. Uh, Paul, has the head coach, Vanny Sartini, has he earned a contract extension in your mind? I think he has. Uh, You know, he is a different manager, but... He is very effective, uh, as effective as he has been in his motivational tactics, which everyone can see on the outside. I think his tactical understanding of the team first mentality, the pieces that he needs to fit the systems that he plays, his belief in those systems, you know, he's very zonal in terms of the way he marks defensively, particularly on free kicks. There's been a lot of criticism of that, but he's stuck to something that's now starting to bear fruit. And the way the rest of the team plays as well. The, the fact that you can lose a Julian Gressel, for instance, mm-hmm. who was the best player on the team before Ryan Gold started to catch fire and before Julian Gressel was traded to Columbus Crew, um, with him leaving the team, they haven't missed a beat because it, the team really is the leader. The systems are... are the, Every player who steps into those positions knows what they need to do. Now, bringing in Richie and Sammy is a, a huge coup as well to help replace Julian Gressel. But to answer the question, Rick, I think, yes, Vanny Sartini has done everything that's asked of him. Obviously, qualifying for a playoff spot as high as you can, maybe getting a home game yep, and maybe winning a playoff game. Uh, I, I think that would definitely be something that would deserve of uh, having a contract extension for him. Did you say cup contending lineup, Paul? Yeah. I think it is. In, in Major League Soccer, when you look at the parity in this league and the fact that any team that gets above the line, and this year it's nine, although there's a play in, nine and eight play in for the final eight in each conference. 
there aren't any teams that get into the playoffs where you go, they've got absolutely no chance, especially when it is a single game knockout. Now, the first round is going to be a best of three. And that typically means that the best team will proceed from there. But it could be that the Whitecaps host that best of three and they would get two of the three at home if need be. And as I say, when you look at the 11 that they've got right now, plus some of the depth where they've not really had it before, I don't think it's an overstretch. Now, you can't lose Ryan Gold. You can't lose Brian White. You can't lose Andres Kubas. Those players are too integral to the team to not have going into the playoff run and into the playoffs themselves. But if they're healthy, there's no reason that the Whitecaps can't be considered a team that can go really far this year. Uh, okay, i got to ask you this as, as uh, we end things here, but what's, what's Messi doing for MLS, Paul? I'm glad you asked because he is lifting me off my seat, and I know he's doing it to a bunch of other people. And isn't that what we ask in sports? And I get tired of people who say things like, oh, it's MLS, it's showing how poor the defending is. He's, he's done that at every league, at every level, at every point in his career. He did it six months ago in Qatar where he was the best player in the tournament and Argentina won the World Cup. And yes, he's 36, but he's a surgeon. He's a surgeon like Tom Brady's a surgeon at the age of 40, having his best numbers ever with Tampa Bay because he he knows what is needed at the times that are needed. If you watch him in the 90 minutes that he's on the park, he's strolling, he's walking about for a great portion of it, but he's always clued into what's going on, where the ball is going to be next, then he makes that run. Then he makes that pass. Then he finishes that, that uh, strike or the free kick that he gets late in the game. Mentally, he's so switched on. He's playing like a 28-year-old, and it's not because of the caliber of Major League Soccer. It's because of the caliber of Leo Messi. And what has he got, 10, 11 goals now and assists as well? Almost every goal that he scored, I'm honestly yeah. jumping out of my feet. You know, like the, the Colorado TCU football game this weekend. That's, to me, what sports is about. Those types of moments may be unexpected, or with Messi, it is expected. But that, to me, is what, you know, brings fans out of their seats, those types of moments. And, and Messi seems to bring it every single game. It's been fantastic to watch. Yeah, and you, you, the conversation last days afterwards, I totally agree with you. Paul, outstanding. We'll get you back soon. Okay, good to see you guys again. Paul Dolan, Apple TV soccer uh, analyst and you know, former 86er, Canadian national team. Whitecaps again on a break, an international uh, break. They, they don't play again, like the Lions, until yeah. until Saturday the uh, 16th. They're in Toronto. Uh, Lions, we should mention them, hosting Ottawa at BC Place on Saturday, September 16th. We talk about Paul being a former Canadian national team member. Al Chris Manson, also different sport. Different sport. Also a former Canadian national team uh, member. We're talking basketball here. Yeah. Al's been dying to get on the show to talk, not golf. Of course, he's the grand poobah of the Whistler Golf Club. He wants to talk about what Canada's national men's basketball team is uh, up to in Indonesia, defeating Slovenia uh, today in a quarterfinal game at the World Cup. They're already going uh, to the uh, uh, to the Olympics. Al's next. Donnie Dolly, the team on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. All of our guests today, including uh, Al Chrismanson, standing by, brought to you by Able Auctions, ableauctions.ca, our title sponsor, the sponsor of this segment with Al Chrismanson. 
uh, the Worcester Golf Club, also a sponsor uh, of ours. Big time. Al, also a Canadian Olympian yeah. in basketball. Soul 88, and he's been complaining to us that we're not talking enough basketball. He wanted to get on the show to talk about basketball. Again, former member of the Canadian national team. And right now, that national team, not with, with Al. Can you imagine what they'd do if he was there? Oh, my oh, gosh. Big Al. Uh, on to the uh, semifinals at the World Cup in Indonesia after beating uh, Slovenia. Al Chris Manson, thanks for doing this, sir. How are you? How's the summer? And my summer's been great. I know the team would be a lot slower if I was out there. <laughs> I don't know about that. You're selling yourself short. How impressed are you with what Canada is doing in Indonesia, Alan? The thing I'm most impressed by is how they've all accepted their roles. I think that's the thing that's, you know, when you when you bring guys together for short periods of time, it's um, – at these tournaments, it can be extremely difficult. And I think Canada has done a great job of accepting their roles. Um, SGA, obviously, at the point. Um, Dylan Brooks shutting people down. So it's it's going to be Canada's best finish ever at the World Championships. So you can't help but be impressed, for sure. You know, uh, you come on this show and you complain to us about not uh, us not talking basketball enough. And I was gonna, I was gonna criticize you for the framing of this shot. Yeah. And then I realized that that picture in the background is a picture of a young Alan Chris Manson. Is that, is that you playing for the Canadian national basketball team? Yeah, my sister gave me that. That's us against the Dream Team uh, in 92 at the Olympic qualifying wow. tournament. There. Wow. And, uh, she actually contacted Sports Illustrated, and uh, the photographer said, we won't be using this one, so you're welcome to have it. <laughs> <laughs> so you played against Jordan. That is correct. So just to take you guys back, um, talking about yeah, your first question about how impressed I am, mm. qualifying for the Olympics is really difficult. Only three teams come into North and South America. And back when I played, when we qualified in 88, it was down in Uruguay. And we actually had to beat Uruguay in our last game. And the pressure is just absolutely mm. immense. And um, the 92 Olympic qualifying tournament, the U.S., um, we lost by, I think, three at the Olympics and sold to the U.S. That was David Robbins' team um, and Danny Manning and those guys. Mm. And then, obviously, they weren't going to let that happen again after they lost to Yugoslavia, so they put the dream team together in 92 because they, they actually had to qualify for the Olympics in 92. So, yeah, that was the Olympic qualifying team of Portland. And, um, you know, obviously, they hammered everybody pretty good back in 92, but I think that was kind of the start of the rest of the world kind of catching up. You saw the U.S. lose in this tournament. Um, they're still the favorites. They're obviously the best team in the yeah. world. But, uh, yeah, that was quite experience playing against yeah, them. It, it, and it wasn't just Michael. Uh, Larry was there. And, and, and Magic, did you socialize with those guys at all? Did you get to know them at it all? Was, no. It was nuts. Like, they had that team was so tight. Like, it was – the security was crazy. Um, uh, yeah, like, there's no no social media, not, nothing back in those mm. days. And the opening night, you know, Ecuador played whoever on the Friday night, and they had the walk of nations. And when the, the last team was the United States of America, when they came walking out, you know, Jordan, and they got the flag, it was – it was crazy. It was like a rock show. People were just freaking out. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was. A, it was a crazy time when they put the put that team uh, Magic Ooh, yeah. Bird Barkley. That was crazy. That was nuts. Hey Al, the majority of this Canadian basketball team is coming out of Ontario. I mean, they're doing a pretty good job right now. Uh, there's only two BC natives. Is there something going on uh, with British Columbia uh, basketball, or is it just one of these regional things that happens a few years apart? No, it's not regional at all. It's Toronto Raptors. That's it. Oh, right, kids, right. kids watch the Raptors every day. We we had it going with the Grizzlies basketball. Yep, really yep. The Grizzlies were here, and we lost the Grizzlies, and that's it. I mean, those kids in Toronto, they all play basketball now. They all look up to 
the Raptors and what's going on. And from that, you've seen club teams. And from that, you've seen prep schools. And they do an amazing job in Ontario. And the athletes are all playing basketball back there because they all look up to the Raptors. And, um, you know, on the West Coast, you know, we get Toronto to death, as you know, but you got to give them credit. They've, uh, they've done a great job capitalizing on that as somebody that played when Basketball Canada was really kind of West Coast. You know, we had Jay and I from SFU, Eli and Kaz from uh, UVic. We had uh, John Hatch, Carl Tillman from Calgary. We had a lot of guys from the West. Um, but Ontario has really stepped up with their – and Quebec. Ontario and Quebec are really um, – making great inroads in basketball. And it's great to see. I love it, man. We're all, we're all from Canada and I don't care where they come from Mm -hmm. as long as uh, we're getting our best athletes to play. And we finally are. We had Jay on uh, a few weeks uh, before our, our season ended before uh, Don got us two months off. Um, We talked about the enormous amount of Canadians in the NBA. That's got to be great for you too, as a, as a former Canadian national member, there's a ton of Canadians in the NBA. That's a huge thing going on right now. Well, it's interesting. Somebody asked me this question the other day back, like in, in 88, um, the Russians had Sabonis, uh, Yugoslavia had Vladi Divac, Tony Kukoc, Drazen Petrovic. And again, from the last, I mean, 88, we're talking no internet. Like mm-hmm. people were shocked about when the U.S. lost, how good. So 88 through 92 was when you saw the exodus finally, like the NBA never recruited outside of the United States for players. I mean, we, now, Bill Winnington, there's was, there was the odd exception to that, but especially out of Europe. So now the game is global now, and you can see everybody now. Everybody's highlights and clips are on YouTube. And um, like I said, the Canadians now have access to really good recruiting, and they're getting down to the States. They're getting into Div 1 schools at a really high level, and obviously they're getting uh, drafted into the NBA. So we've got great athletes. They, they're being seen now, and obviously we're at the point now where we're not talking about guys getting drafted in the NBA. We're talking about Canadian players being the best players in the NBA, and that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, including yeah. Shea uh, Jilkis uh, Alexander. Very quickly, uh, Alan Whistler, yeah. Golf Club, September. What's what's happening? Yeah, let's go. What are you guys doing? Let's get up here. We, uh, <laughs> we close Thanksgiving weekend. Um, I got a little hat there for you, Dolly. Yeah, there you oh, go. Look at that. Beautiful. There you go. Let's go. Hey, um, I think you guys are plugging it right now. September is a great month to play. You yeah. know, the it's not as busy up here. A little bit of snow on the top of the mountains. The golf course we don't aerate till after we, you know, after we close. So the golf course is in great nice. shape. So get on up here. Let's go. This segment is brought to you by Able Auctions. AbleAuctions.ca. If you signed uh, that picture behind you, yeah. Lord knows oh. what Able Auctions could get for oh. it, Al. You might want to think about oh. that. Supplement oh, your income. Millions. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, priceless, right? Priceless. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Al, thanks for this. All right, guys. Take care. You bet. And good, good luck to Canada playing Serbia in this World Cup semifinal Friday. on Friday. You've got some business to do. I got that right? Yeah. Okay, go. Uh, yeah, right now. You bet. Uh, ready to go here. Look at this. Pastime Sports celebrating 30 years of being BC's uh, number one card and memorabilia shop. Uh, visit them in Guilford Mall, uh, Metrotown, Tawasa Mills, and the new Langley location, 6375 202 Street in Willoughby. This new location is almost triple. The size of the original downtown yep. uh, Langley location. I remember the old one. If you can't visit them in store, you can check out their extensive uh, collection of collectible cards, memorabilia, and games online at pastimesports.ca. What's in front of the laptop? Very quickly, Tops 
MLB baseball cards featuring Julio Rodriguez. Two homers last night for Julio. Mariners choked. Losing guys. And the card of the day selected by, it was the Donnie Dolly special, both of them together. Brian Prop is the card today. Most people think of Brian Prompt Philly. as a Philly Flyer or Brandon Wheat King playing against the Barry Beck and the boys out at Queens Park Arena. People forget that we can see that shot again. He yeah. w- once wore the green after his days at Philadelphia of the Minnesota North Stars. Yes. Among I, the one best, year. best old school uniforms in the NHL. He also went to Hartford for one year. But Philadelphia, he came in after the Broad Street Bullies. But Donnie, player. 194 points. Uh, for uh, Brian Prop and Brandon in 1978, numbers you will never see it was ever a again. Lego and Allison, that was yeah. their big. Line. Allison was uh, yeah, they, he was the big one too. There, yep. Glenn Hanlon played for them. Yep. Ronnie Hextall, I think, was there later. But anyways, the Brandon had some <laughs> great teams back then. Mm-hmm. Nolan Patrick. Yeah. We'll go. Uh, every Brandon player in the <laughs> Ray Ferraro played there. Ray Ferraro, another one. Okay. Uh, DTMZ's next. Donnie Dolly, the team on check. Able Auction specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ableauctions.ca. It's 11.30 on a Wednesday morning. Donnie and Dolly on Check TV. And it is now time for DTMZ, brought to you by the world-famous Whistler Golf Club. Go see Big Al out there. We just had him on. Great track, great track. DTMZ brought to you by the Arnold Palmer Design Whistler Golf Club, reminding group organizers of 12 or more that you, the group organizer, play for free. Uh, to book your outing for 2023 or 2024, visit whistlergolf.com slash groups. And Al Chris Manson wanting to remind everybody that September, he thinks, uh, the best month to play Ooh. at the Whistler Golf Club. Maybe you could catch sight of a bear up there. Okay, let's get uh, serious. Uh, we uh, talked about this uh, yesterday. Uh, Jimmy Buffett passing away yep. on Friday. Two other passings on Monday in the world of music. Uh, in Boise, Idaho, Smash Mouth frontman and co-founder Steve Harwell died from liver failure. Such a big, big group oh, in the nice. 90s. Steve had been in hospice, uh, had been in hospice care, and was given only days to live this past week. And he eventually received end-of-life care at home with friends and family. He had a long battle, Rick, with alcohol yeah. abuse. Uh, among other ailments. Smash Mouth hit it big, as I mentioned, in the 90s. Walking on the Sun, a cover of the Monkees' I'm a Believer and All-Star, which received a boost after being used in the movie... Uh, uh, the, the Shrek. Shrek. The, yeah. Not the Shrek, but Shrek. Shrek. I guess it is the Shrek when you <laughs> think about it. Uh, Steve Harwell was just 56. And as we fade the music down here and bring in another piece of music... Uh, he was 56 years old. Meanwhile, in California Monday, Gary Wright passed away, succumbing to Parkinson's disease and dementia. He was best known for his mid-70s hits, Dream Weaver, and Love is Alive. Gary Wright was 80 years old. He worked extensively after they broke up with two members of the Beatles, Ringo Starr and especially George Harrison. Wow. He worked on uh, All Things Must Pass. He worked on the Traveling Wilburys uh, projects. He, he, he was a good friend of George Harrison, toured with uh, Ringo Starr and his all-star band. Wow. And, and, and Gary Wright, 
don't know if we have a picture of him. I'm throwing this at you, Ryan. I apologize for this at the last second. But the one, th- two, two outstanding songs and other great work as well. But I'll always remember him for his use on stage of the often ridiculed but kind of cool Kitar, right? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Outstanding. Wow. You strap it on and play yourself a song. There you go. I'm talking about the guitar here. This song was really good. Yeah. Good tune. Good tune. That, that was actually, it was the album, if I'm not mistaken, was called The Dreamweaver. The song, just Dreamweaver without the the. Uh. He leaves us at the age of 80. We'll try to lift things up a little bit more <laughs> on Thursday on, on DTMZ. Right? Yeah, you got a story about the PE Amphitheater. Yeah. And the Stones, too. Of course, Releasing yeah. new music. Mm-hmm. We don't have time for that today. Mm-hmm. Uh, birthdays. We have seven of them. This is September 6th. We have uh, the line set at five by yeah. Mushroom Danny's Fruits, <laughs> Vegetables, and Casino in Lookout, Saskatchewan. Little known fact, Mushroom Danny, yep. uh, back in the day, before the beard, also a member of Canada's national basketball <laughs> team. And that explains the juggling. Yeah, juggling right, right there. Right there. Seven birthdays rock and roll. Here we go. Pink Floyd's co-founder, co-lead vocalist, bass player, and songwriter. He left the band in 85. R.W., Ricky. A lot of... What just say it? Roger Waters. Yeah, Roger. Waters, Waters. That's it. Yeah. English actor who played uh, Stringer Bell in The Wire portrayed Nelson Mandela in Mandela, A Long Walk to Freedom, played the lead character, Sam Nelson, in the Netflix series I liked that a lot of people did, Hijack. Oh, what's his name? I.E. Good actor. Uh, uh, Ilya. Or no, uh, Idris Elba. Uh, uh, there you go. Voice of God? Idris Elba. Idris, Idris Elba. I was there. Almost yeah, there. you there. Yeah, 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 you were there. Uh, Idris, I remember. Yeah. Uh, this is tough, but this you should get this because you're older. The longest-serving premier in B.C. history, not our friend John Horgan, from 1952 Harcourt. to 1972, not Mike Harcourt. His son, Bill, was premier uh, from Vanderson, 75 Vanderson. to 86. No. Bennett. <laughs> yes, I'm going to give it to you. But not Bill Bennett, W.A.C. Bennett. That's it. He was the premier when I was a kid. Vanderzam. I remember Vanderzam. Yeah, and Fantasy Gardens. Uh, the, right in Richmond there, right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, exactly. Let's move on. Younger sister of Catherine, Princess of Wales, Prince William's sister-in-law. So not Kate. Pippa? Pippa. Pippa. Think Boston Bruins center. Not center, but winger. Crunchy. No, played with Barry Peterson. Pippa Middleton. Okay. Uh, Rick Middleton. (laughs) Okay. No, Middleton. You said Middleton. I'm telling you, it was Rick Middleton. Rick Middleton, Middleton was, is not the sister no, of the I Princess know, of Wales. No, I know. I'm just telling you, it was, was Rick Middleton. Yeah, it Middleton. was Rick Middleton. I loved Rick Middleton. He was great. He was. Late lead vocalist and songwriter of the Cranberries. Irish. No? Well, uh, it's a female, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah. D-O. Nah. We'll get back to it. American, really, just a tremendous voice. American comedian, actor, author, and radio host. A member of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Known for his You Might Be a Redneck one-liners. He hosted the uh, game it's, show. It's Jeff Foxworthy. Right, Jeff Foxworthy. Foxworthy. Pretty funny. Yeah. Ameri- good mustache. American Holy actress man. and dancer. She played Tina in one of my favorite movies, Do the Right Thing. And Gloria in White Man Can't Jump. Also starred in Fearless, Pineapple Express, and 
uh, the flight attendant recently. RP. You'll know the name. Penelope? Mikey from Master Control says Rosie Perez. Rosie, Rosie Perez, Perez. That's it. Yeah. I knew it was something like that. Middle name Penelope. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dolores O'Reardon. Okay. Cranberries. Yeah, cranberries, okay. yeah. Dreams, good tune. Mm-hmm. Hey, that, that's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hijack was really... I, I, I think it's it, Apple TV, by the way. For... Hijack. You said Netflix. But Did I, I say Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Well, otherwise, you would have gone. I would have. Yeah. I would have. Yeah. Oh, I saw the previews right before we were... Go- Kelsey and I were going to Vegas this summer, and I thought, that's not a... I don't really want to see that show... Yeah, As that's I'm gearing true. up to go on a plane. I will say this about it. It wasn't my favorite series. It was up there. I think I listed it recently on Twitter as my, one of my top five. Nothing beats the bear, by the way. Uh, f- uh, five series that I watched in, in summer. Great start. It kind of died. Died, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, where are we now? I've lost my notes. There we go. No, we aren't. Okay. You're going to play us out yes. from a founding member of Pink Floyd. Roger Waters is 80. I got discombobulated there. You did, yeah. <laughs> There's no script here, folks. There's no teleprompter, <laughs> no, all right? Not stealing Vance. As you can tell. Yeah, we're not stealing Vance. <laughs> yeah. The money they make and the oh. resources they have, oh. they have a pit crew working here. They got a, uh, Same with Mo and his show. They got a makeup room. They, they broke some walls down to make a, yeah. a makeup room for I know, that. I know. Clothing <laughs> allowance. Roger Waters, 80 years old, and he and Pink Floyd are going to play us out November 79. And the album, The Wall, this is Pink Floyd. Number one with another Brick in the Wall Part 2 on oh. Czech Progressive Rock. It started it way too early. Yeah, I think this edit was wrong. I think that's what happened. Okay, on Czech Progressive Rock and Sports Talk. And a BC Wednesday morning, Is It Just Me Next? Time now for Is It Just Me, brought to you by our friends in Campbell River, Quinson Communications Group, Vancouver Island's trusted local communications integrator. Quinson can provide and service communication solutions such as, Rick, pay attention, two-way radios, RF antenna oh. solutions, <laughs> commercial communications, cellular, cellular, also known as cellular, cellular, cellular boosters, and more. Serving the West Coast Island communities, opening a new location in Port Alberni, Quinsome Communications Group, connecting people through technology, Communications.ca. Both Quinsoms now have Donnie and Dolly merchandise, including hats, hoodies, golf balls, T-shirts, and more. Is it just me, Rick? All right. Uh, we're going to start off with, oh, where is it, uh, Donnie? Uh, somebody just deleted it. Okay, I'm going to go over here. Look at this. If you want... Uh, Smooth. This is Andy. Is it just me? If you want a $20 haircut, you have to come to Courtney. Uh, Sixth Street Barbers, $20 haircuts. You were you were complaining Bit of a about, commute there. Uh, on the Vancouver Island, it's cheaper to get a haircut, Don. But uh, over here on the mainland, uh, I, I paid 40 bucks last week. It was ridiculous. For a haircut. Yeah. With uh, that in mind, this one, you got some smart asses out there, and I, I'm loving it. It's good. Uh, Jeeves from Surrey, is it just me? I'm surprised Don still gets haircuts. <laughs> got a few of those. Thanks, Jeeves. Appreciate it. Yeah. Buddy, Jeeves out there, you better have a, uh, a thick, full head of luxurious hair to make a comment like that. That's okay. Lots of fun. Go. 
Uh, four times, Donnie has said Canada versus Slovenia took place in Indonesia. Wrong. Manila, Philippines uh, was the site. Why would you bring that up? We make mistakes. We get all, we're public. We're a public show. Unlike ninety eight percent of the rest of the public, our Southeast Asia. Then. Are, yes. So I just want to I want to tell you that it's in uh, Manila, Philippines, not uh, Indonesia. Uh, is it just me? What happens if Kuzmeko scores thirty nine goals and the Canucks don't make the playoffs again? Well, what will happen is that Kuzmeko will have thirty nine goals hey. and the Canucks won't make the playoffs again. Hey, you know, Aaron in, in South Vancouver. Aaron, There'll be a know, lot of disappointed people. Maybe a riot. We'll see. Aaron, you know what's going to happen if Kuzmenko gets thirty nine goals again, Donnie? His contract's up in two years. He's going to hit the bonanza. He's going to hit the big jackpot. And guess what, Don? His agent Dan Milstein, a buddy of yours, he a Milstein. <laughs> Milstein purposely did only a two-year deal because he knows the cap's going to be uh, going up in two years. He bets on the player because Mako's going to get a big contract the next one okay. if, he, if he keeps scoring. Now, Elias Pettersson, I mean, a lot of Canucks are out, uh, out at UBC skating. He's not one of them uh, right now. Uh, is it just me, with that in mind, unsigned, but on the first day back from a two-month vacation, Dolly, while pumping up Pedersen's potential wow. contract, is why he's the agent's lapdog. No, this is just ridiculous. Oh. That's, that's hearkening back. When was back. I pumping up when was I pumping up Pedersen's contract? That's hearkening back to what hey. uh, Kelly McCrimmon had to say about uh, you. Just stop. Hey, listen, if Pedersen gets 100 points next year, Donnie, what do you think the number's going to be? You think it's going to be there, 9 There you go. You're 10? pumping it up right now. Well, a child of four can figure it out, Don. If he scores 100 points again, he's going to get a ton of money. Is it just me? But if Donnie and Dolly had a clothing allowance, Rick would uh, uh, would uh, <laughs> spend it in U.S. funds. Wadi and clothing. Well, you buy your stuff in yeah, just Bellingham, stop. right? I, went to, I go to Bellis Fair, maybe. maybe uh, Where'd you get that shirt? Uh, Bellis Fair. Anyways, I go to Bellis well, Fair. Why? What do you mean, why? We have malls here. You went to the Seahawks game. You spent your Canadian money there. Yeah, one day last year, <laughs> uh, over the past 12 months, I, I spent in the I States. go to the Bellis Fair once every six months. That's it. Uh, is it just me? This is from Jerry in the Loops. Yeah. Cam Loops, Rick. Yeah. Oh. Is it just me? <laughs> it's near Manila. Is it just me, or does Rick need some gummies the night before... Uh, the morning of a show before Ross Tucker segments help you sleep and relax because you get freaked out by Ross Tucker. He petrifies me. It's like uh, back in school the night before a test. I knew I wasn't going to do well, and you, you know you get you can't sleep. But this Tucker guy scares the hell out of me. He does. He really does. Look at this one. I like this one. The place is it just me? But the place that blows my mind when it comes to tipping is Subway. How is it possible that the people there deserve a tip for just doing their job? Dave, the snow guy. Dave, I can't agree with you more. What? How, are you going? Why? Are you kidding me? Like, okay. you think that they deserve a tip at Subway? They're doing a lot of work. They're it's making your five sandwich. Minutes. It's five minutes in and out, Don. They're, but they're doing, like, it's these places. Like, okay, I'll, okay, I'll, okay I'll, so I'm, McDonald's going to tip? I'm picking. Are you going to tip at McDonald's? I don't think they do the work that the people at Subway do. Oh, my. There's a lot five going minutes, on there. Five back minutes at, to put, you, put your Subway Remember back together. in the day they had to cut the bread? Well, not the case anymore, I don't think. But uh, remember, they was they kind of made a hole. In the yes, yeah. It was, so, it was like okay. a hole. That was yeah, yeah. They don't do that anymore. But they're still they're picking up stuff, putting on their rubber gloves or whatever kind of latex uh, gloves. So Wendy's, uh, Burger King, you're you're gonna, gonna, they're, they're all going to get tips now. I agree with Rick. Come on, no, okay. Oh, that's, that's better true. than 
The, you go to the liquor store and they, that's don't, bad. they don't do that's anything. Bad. That's bad. Like, Call like, me a wine store. That's bad. Don't ask for a tip. I, and it should I not don't, be. I don't want to pick on liquor store employees. I'm sure there are other businesses out there that are the same, that do the same sort of thing. Look, if I but go the in, subway people are there's some sweat going on there, Donnie. If I go into a cold Hopefully beer wine not store, the sandwich. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little salty. The subway takes less than five minutes, Don, to make it. Little lettuce, little this, little that, and you're out. Banana, banana peppers. What Why do them? they have two peppers at, at Subway? They've got levels the banana of heat. Pepper. No, huh? I'm not a pepper. Levels guy. of heat. Yeah, got the banana peppers and the jalapeno. I usually do both. I'm a heat fan. Yeah, I'm not. We got a break. Why are there no green olives at Subway? And yet, probably at, no. Uh, yeah, at Subway. Yeah. But at Mr. Submarine, there, there, there is, is there a Mr. Submarine left? Or tonight with Paul Hasem at six. <laughs> hey, uh, the pickles at Subway are the best. <laughs> no, they are. The pickles are Is good. there a power ranking of pickles? No, I'm life? just telling you, a, a Subway without pickles is useless. <laughs> hey, pickles only. What about that? I'm a pickle guy. What would you like on that uh, <laughs> on that on that on that sandwich? Just pickles, pickles. Good, we're good. Sweet onion, the dressing. Let's go, let's okay. go. Pictures and more. Is it just measles? Yeah. Wrap up the show as well. Thankfully, next Donnie Dolly, the team on check. Hey everyone, it's Donnie and Dolly, and we're looking to partner with your company. We have several packages and price points to fit your budget and spread the word about your company on the show in our podcast and on social media. We'd love to get involved with your company. Call 250-880-2282 or email advertise at checkmedia.ca. Oh. Oh. Time to update the Bet99.net uh, uh, poll question. Bet99. Every game begins at uh, Bet99. Uh, by the way, this, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. You love this music. No, no, by I, the way, Derek, go. I'm sure we got to do the fade out of the, at the top of the show. More of a fade out. Can we? I know I'm. I'm You're I'm, still thinking about this. I'm bouncing all over <laughs> the place here. Two hours <laughs> later. <laughs> hey, old man yeah, King like, comes out. Man, bring First it out. Bring it out. Season. Fix that opening. All right, go, Rick. That's a, I just want to say Huey Lewis in the news, a big fan in the 80s. Brought to you, the old man Kane, yeah. which is in your ear right now, brought to you by Delaney's OK Tire. All right, our bet99.net poll question. Will Andre Kuzmenko exceed 39 goals in his second season with the Canucks? Look at this, 60% uh, say no. Donnie, he had an incredible, led the NHL in uh, shooting accuracy. And uh, it's going to be hard to reduplicate that. But uh, I'm betting on him. You said he's going to get 39 goals. Yeah, exactly uh, hey, 39 again. Hey, hold it. One thing Kuzmenko will be next year is better defensively. Talk it's going to make sure of that or he's going to ride the pine. You know that, Donnie. And uh, he will be better defensively. So there um, you go. I, I know people might be laughing at me for calling for the back-to-back 39-goal seasons. Yeah. But if I'm not mistaken, I'm just looking it up here. Yes, Pavel Bure. Yeah. Back-to-back. Yeah. 60 goal seasons. The best. 92, 93, 93, 94. I, uh, Pipe, Don, smoke it. Donnie, I don't care who comes <laughs> to Vancouver. <laughs> Pavel was the best. There's no one that came uh, came close to Pavel. All right, we got to go. We got pictures. Go. Go. Uh, uh, Ryan, hold on. Let me get this ready. Okay, go. Ryan. Get it up. Okay, who's this? Uh, Richie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, look at this. Uh <laughs> Hope you had a great holiday. I recently came over to beautiful Vancouver Island to do some salmon fishing in Port Renfrew. Look at that. 
Uh, stayed at the Waddling Dog. Loved it there. Big fan of Donnie Dolly. Glad you guys are back. Richie from Mission. Look at the hat. Look at everyone's happy fishing. Look at the view. Look at the scenery. Thanks, Richie and Mission. Uh, love, all, love, all, love all you guys. Port Renfrew, uh, the start or end, depending on how you start, of the um, West Coast Trail. Really? Yeah. That's your area. You know You know that stuff. What? <laughs> I've been there a couple nah, of times. Port, you're Port Alberti guy. So that's why I'm talking about that. Ryan, no, go let's go. Second one. Oh, yes. Let's go to Har- Is this Harlan? Yep. <laughs> I went to Airdrie. Oh, uh, uh, Ryan, uh, uh, Donnie, we know where Airdrie is. <laughs> It's just outside of Calgary. Calgary, yeah, because yeah. you and I paid our dues in Alberta, unlike somebody on the show. Anyways, I went to Airdrie, Alberta to see my buddy this summer. We went golfing at his son's uh, course, a junior member. Great round. Uh, Harley from Langley. Look at that. Donnie and Dolly hat. Uh, golfing, Airdrie, hey. outside of Calgary. Donnie and I know we Alberta got, inside out. we got to get more um, bucket hats. Yeah. Right. I'm getting a lot of requests, Ryan. How, how are we running low? Uh, White in, and black. In the studio, yes. Fully stocked in the store and at the Waddling Dog. One last photo. Go. Okay, one last photo. We got to go Dino from Burnaby fishing in uh, hometown. What happened to Dino? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'll show the whole picture, uh, Ryan. This is picture. <laughs> Where's Dino? He's not in it. Oh, my. I thought Dino. Either was. that or he's really skinny. Oh, because in my. Uh, he's in overboard. My <laughs> oh my! Hey, I think Dino had a few drinks. Look at this, Dino from Burnaby fishing in his hometown, Long Lake in Nanaimo. Mm. Look how beautiful that is, British Columbia in the summer. Uh, Donnie, I don't care what they say. Uh, the best uh, from uh, coast to coast. Who says anything bad? Why? Uh, where's Dino? We got to find out. Yeah, business. go business. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's it. Right here we go. If you missed any of today's show, you can catch full replay. <laughs> Of Donnie and Dolly on the Check Plus app or watch your interviews on mm-hmm. YouTube. Search for Donnie and Dolly. Oh, brought to you by the Bayside Oceanfront Resort. Uh, book your stay, uh, stay at the Bayside. Enjoy the many uh, amenities uh, the hotel's got to offer, such as uh, you got oceanfront rooms, electric car, charging stations, free parking, oceanfront restaurant, cafe, indoor and outdoor swimming pools, gym, mm-hmm. and more. Call 250-248-8333 or go to their website, Bayside Resort. Parksville.com. Look how beautiful that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it just me, Randy and Oliver, but it appears the video quality is higher definition uh, this fall on our show. This is bad <laughs> news for Rick and Don. That's <laughs> What's Randy saying? and Oliver. What's Randy friend. saying, though? He's saying that we're not the best looking guys in the world. That's what he's saying. Uh, you know what, Randy? <clears throat> Randy, he's a good looking kid. Yeah. He is. Thank you. Thank you, Randy, and everybody else uh, for tuning in. Our second day back from our uh, long uh, vacation in the summer. Great to be back. Uh, John Shannon and Farhan Lalji are going to join us tomorrow. We're also going to talk a lot of lacrosse tomorrow. Man Cup starts on Friday. On behalf of Ryan, Derek, Rick, everybody here at Oh Boy and Check, I'm Don. You're up to date in the world of sports. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Donnie and Dolly for all the latest show content.